Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor and this week we have what I would call my New York mother. She's been on the show several times, I think more than any other guest. Everyone loves her and I do too. Welcome to the show, Maria El Saldic. Hi, thanks for having me back. Um, I don't know that everybody loves me, but I do appreciate the sentiment. Well, all of the people who listen to the show love you. Oh, they better. But we don't know about everyone else. Yeah, Other definitely people, not everybody else. No, we don't. We don't know about that. I can't. I can't. Can't confirm or deny that love. But the psychos love you. Yay! That's all that matters. <laughs> so we're currently sitting in my bedroom in Brooklyn, where all I have is a mattress, and so if you hear an echo. It's just because my bedroom is gigantic. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, this is a really big bedroom, especially, I mean, by New York standards. I think by all standards, this is a pretty big bedroom for an apartment. It's bigger than my Florida bedroom for sure, like easily. Yeah, no, this is a nice bedroom. So, yeah. Yeah, so so we're just... Mabruk. Thank you. What's alaybatic fiki? What if we just spoke in Arabic this whole episode? I think that a lot of the psychos would feel left out. No, then they would learn Arabic, and then we would decolonize our minds and only <sighs> speak in Arabic and never speak in English oh, ever like again. Like your dad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My dad literally has decolonized his mind so much that he doesn't even remember the English language. That's goals, actually. Truly. Wait, I also wanted to say, this is weird to like rec- record like in person, because we haven't done this since the first... Actually, no, we did two episodes in person. You're right. We did the first one, and then the one with Nadia. And then we... The last three times you've been on, we've recorded, like, long distance. Yeah. And now we're, like, sitting next to each other. Yeah. Like, I could punch you if I wanted and to. And we're, like, we're, so first of all, guys, let me just paint the picture. Paint I'm the just, picture. like, laying down in the bed, like, under the blankets. Yeah. Noor's, like, sitting. So then there's the laptop, and then Noor's on the other side of the laptop. Yeah, we have it and between like, us. And, like, we're looking at the laptop for no reason, because <laughs> then, like, looking at each other. <laughs> like, we're looking at the laptop as if it's the audience. <laughs> We're looking at you guys. We are. Do you I, feel us looking at you? Are you uncomfortable? Uh, um, but yeah, so it's this is the first episode recorded in New York. Okay. So it's perfect. So yeah, so for those of you who, who may not have listened to the previous episodes, Maria is one of my closest friends. She lives in New York. She's lived here for about five years. Um, she's half Palestinian, half Puerto Rican. Um, highly recommend you listen to the episode we did recently about Palestine. That's a great episode. So that's a great way to learn more about Maria in a real way versus whatever is about to occur <laughs> on this episode, which will truly just be, who can say? Shenanigans? I don't yeah. know. Fuckery? Maybe. Um, but I've been here for oh, a little over a week now, and me and Maria have been stuck up each other's asses, some might say, yeah. because it's fashion week. Yeah, but it doesn't even really feel that way. I feel like, you know, we just we just have a lot of the same yeah. like things to go to, so we end up, you know, meeting up and yeah. and doing the things and it's just nice. It's really honestly nice to have you here because like you're a very like you're a very comfortable and familiar person. Are you going to make me cry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, I will cry. No, but like you know, I don't I know I don't have to entertain you. I don't yeah. have to like take care of you. Not that I have to really do that with anybody, yeah, but yeah. it's just like, it, it feels like family in the sense yeah. of like, you can just be with this person. It's so funny because everyone who asks me like, Oh, how are you like adjusting? I'm like, honestly really well. And like, it's really nice that I moved to this new place and I have a really close friend who feels mm-hmm. like family. Like that makes me feel like very like lucky. Like 
you know, I have other friends who live here, but like you're one of like I'm just super close to you, so it, it's exactly what you described, like super familiar. That's Fifi, just super upset that he's not allowed in the room. But <laughs> if you can hear the scratching, I'll try to edit it out. But you know, um, but it's really nice to just like know that like if some if I really needed someone or something, like I know that I can call Maria, and it's it's just very like we don't have to like entertain each other. It's just. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're hanging out with your besties type shit, like, you know, you're just sitting on your fucking phone scrolling. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really relaxed. It's so nice. And like, it's something that I feel like when I first moved here, I don't know that I, I I didn't really have that. I knew I had two pretty good friends Mm -hmm. when I moved here, which were Anna and and Nadia. And then like Nadia ended up becoming like my closest friend here and like, I mean, Anna too, of course, but like Nadia, I was like literally like living at her house. So Whenever she moved away from New York, that was when I felt like, oh, shit. Like, you felt alone. This is different, you know? And, like, it is – It's. I think it's really important when you, like, move away from your family or, Mm -hmm. like, your hometown to, like, have somebody or, you know, people that feel like home a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because it can be be really isolating if you don't have that. Like, you know, just, like, being in your apartment – the end of a day and like being like wait like who like it's just me and I mean I've had many moments of that even with even when you have your close friends around like there are going to be those moments where you're just like oh shit like it's just me myself and I and I it's like I'm the only one who really has my back I mean I felt that way sometimes when I was really in like what you know my sad boy moments in Orlando and like I have like fucking 7,000 family members but like it's, I think it's also like a living alone type of thing. Totally. Like 99% of the time it's like amazing. And then the 1% of the time it's just like, I'm just all alone. Like if I were to choke on these chips right now, <laughs> I would fucking die. And oh, no yeah. one would know for days. That's so true. Um, so, you know, be careful when you eat chips, I guess. But I, I really want – because I don't think I even fully know this story. So mm-hmm. this will be really interesting for, for all parties. Yeah. How did you decide to move to New York? Like, was what was the impetus? Like, what was that decision process like? Like, I actually don't think I know all of the details. Okay, interesting. Um, I don't know that I've ever, I don't think I've ever told this story, like, in full detail publicly, but it's not that interesting, to be honest. But, so remember when I, so I studied abroad in Dubai randomly in the year of 2014. Um Another one of my friends at the time was like, oh, right. So she chose that as like the place she wanted to study abroad. And like, I never even thought of studying abroad. I just kind of was like going with the flow of things. And then she was like, you should come with me. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then she was like, no, really, like do it. Yeah. And I like, it was very spontaneous and random of me to like go study abroad in Dubai. And I was there for, you know, um, during that year. And I, like, it was my first time moving away from home, like, living away from my family and, like, feeling all of this independence and, I I don't want to say freedom, but, like, you know, you're really just, like, I was so young and I was doing whatever I wanted. I was going to, like, it was a a fun time, essentially. And it was my first, I was kind of just getting, I mean, I was always interested in fashion, but I was, like, the fashion industry there was, like, just starting to kind of, like, Mm -hmm. happen and I was, like, going to, like, these fashion events and I was, it was the coolest thing ever. Um, and I was like, Ooh, I want to move to Dubai. I want to move back here after all of this. Cause I just loved it so much. Um, I actually kind of hated it at first, but then I honestly only loved Dubai because of like the people I yeah. met and like, and because it was such a specific time in my life where yeah. it was like 
It was your first time being, like, away from home. Yeah, and that was what I why I loved it so much. Um, and so I was always like, okay, I'm going to move back. Um, and then the next year, I went to New York during New York Fashion Week. I'm not going to say I went for New York Fashion Week because there's really – I had no business being there. I was, like, I had – I mean, I had definitely had followers on Instagram, but I don't think that is, like, a reason why you should be at, at Fashion Week. Yeah. But I was somebody who, like, loved fashion yeah. so much. And also, like, you know the, the olden days when, like... The olden days. Yeah, when Fashion Week was just this beautiful, glamorous, like, faraway thing yeah. that just seemed like the... Just oh. the epitome of just... It was a very, like, far-fetched, like, idea. Like, oh, I'll never mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Like, like, it's just something that I will admire from, like, afar. It was just so cool back then. So I I can't even remember how I ended up going, but... I basically like reached out to show like yeah. brands and I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to, I'm going to be here during these dates. Like I want to see your show and I got some invites. So it was just like, honestly a fun trip. Was I here with you or no? No. 2015. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The first time. No. Okay. okay. Um, and so actually we, like it was a trip for me and my sisters and then it happened to be fashion week and then I yeah, happened yeah, yeah. to go to a few shows. Okay. And I just remember that trip being like, Hmm, what if I lived here? Cause it just was, I'd been to New York before that yeah. a, a few other times. And I always loved it, but I never considered moving there. And this was my first time, tr- like, being there after living alone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, instead of moving to Dubai, like, what if I moved here? Because, like, New York, I'm sorry. It's, New York is, like, way fucking better than I, Dubai. I, that's just, there's no question about it. I mean, we yeah. all know this is a fuck Dubai podcast. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, also, like, yeah, it just it doesn't compare. Yeah, so so then I was like, hmm, this is an interesting idea. And then, so, yeah, this is, like, the like the fall of 2015, um, and then I kind of just, like, spent the next year trying to figure out ways to, like, move to New York. Um, I graduated college, like, late because, you know, we all did. Yeah, it's normal. Anyway, so I, like, finished my degree. My I got my business degree. And I was like, I don't want to live here. I want to work in fashion. I used to want to be, like, a the CMO of, like, a fashion brand, um, you know, and my dream was to, like, get into fashion I just mm-hmm. had no idea how to do it and yeah the reason I think I really was interested in Dubai was just because it felt a little bit more accessible to mm-hmm. me as a Muslim woman yeah as an Arab woman because yeah like the, that, the fashion industry there even though very small in comparison to um, New York it, it just felt more attainable yeah but then I was like well what if I try like why not just try the actual like mainstream main fashion yeah. capital like let me go to New York so I started, like, looking into, like, ways to, like, go. Because I didn't have... So I used to, like, make money off of selling vintage clothes. And then, like, I don't think I was making money off of my... Instagram. Instagram, yeah. No, it was literally still just, like, purely a hobby. Um, I was, like, working for my dad at his his business. And I started to, like, look up, like, any job in fashion. I was, like, on... I was on LinkedIn. I was on every, like, job website you could think of. And everything was like, you need three to five years of experience in XYZ. I had none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I did an inter, I did like a, a marketing internship for like a film festival in Dubai when I was there and I like worked for my dad. That was like my only job, like history. Experience, yeah. And experience. I mean, yeah. So I was just not qualified for anything. Yeah. I still applied though. Like, I applied for a lot of stuff. I wanted to also, like, I was interested in kind of being a fashion writer because I used to like write for my blog. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, but I'm by no means like a great writer, but I think I'm not bad. No, you're a good writer. Um, yeah, but I also like didn't go to school for that, so it was a lot of, especially at this time. You you just, 
at this time, I never felt like I could, it was a lot, I mean, we always had imposter syndrome, but it was a lot more back then. I think it was like, oh, well, if you didn't go to school for this, and if you haven't, like, lived this, you just do not belong in that. It was still, like, very, like, air quotes, like, traditional fashion, where, mm-hmm. like, if you want to be an editor, you studied journalism, mm-hmm. or you studied, like, fashion, business of fashion, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was still very much, like, influencers were slowly starting to become a part of the fashion space in a real way but they were still like frowned upon like when they would be seated at shows people were like oh ew like yeah you know what i mean like the rumi neelys of the world were like going to shows but it was not an easy it wasn't accessible it really is it's just completely different now but like back then it was very much so like this very like cool girls editors club type shit like that's really what you had to do in order to like get in you need to internet some magazine yeah when I, I was super interested in doing that but I was like I actually had no I had no traditional experience mm-hmm. in that I, I mean I had my blog yeah but that I don't think that that would take me very far so I mean I still I think I definitely applied to some like magazine internships and I was like refreshing them every day and I I, I just started applying to everything because my parents would never, like, let me just move yeah. to New York without having... How old were you? I was 24. Okay. But I guess I was, like, around 23 when I was starting to, like, mm-hmm. look into all of this. But um, eventually, I think it was in the fall of 2016, I was like, okay, like, I just need to do it. Mm-hmm. I need to stop. Like, I, I think I, sp- I spent the whole year trying to figure out ways to move to New York. And I I just applied for everything I saw. Um, PR jobs. um, styling job everything like not even jobs sorry internships because I realized that like no (laughs) jobs were going to take me my bachelor's degree in marketing and business management meant nothing in what I was trying to do and I don't even think if I had a degree in anything fashion related would it have helped me if I didn't have the the proper experience or connections so but I did end up landing some some interviews for internships okay which is hilarious Thinking. I remember you interviewing somewhere, but I can't remember. I feel like, was it Barney's? Oh, I interviewed at Bergdorf's. Bergdorf's. Actually, but it was a friend of mine who worked there yeah. and, like, got me, like, this interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was – but essentially the job was, like, I was going to be, like, a maid. Yeah. So I was just yeah. like, mm, I don't know. I mean, nothing wrong with being a maid, but, like, but like I didn't I didn't see that that would help me in what I wanted to do. It right. wasn't going to take me yeah. anywhere. But honestly, looking back, and also the, the schedule was crazy. It was like yeah. I would have to work almost, I think, every single day. Oh, my God. Or not, maybe like five days a week. I don't know. Either way, it was just like I didn't want that. I wanted something that was, that was if it was going to be like that, I wanted it to be something in the field that I might Of course, like my you're going to pick up and move. You want yeah. it to be something that you actually feel like will further you in the mm-hmm. career path that you want to take. Yeah, and like because I used to do the vintage um, – clothing on Etsy and like I made pretty good money with that but I was just kind of like I don't I think when I'm I I was like kind of tired I I didn't want to do that anymore for for whatever reason it was just a lot like I yeah anyways um so I got these interviews and I actually like made a trip up here to interview to do to like go to the interviews which is like ridiculous I, yeah, anyways, so I... I you were was, just trying to live the New York dream. Yeah, and I, this is, like, me using, like, the money I had, like, saved from, like, the, the past four years of, like, doing the vintage, oh like, clothing shit. Just, like, wasting all... Not wasting, but, like, spending all of my money on, like, trips to New York so that I could, like, get a, a non-paying internship. So Amazing. I, long story, I'm, like, dragging this, but... No. I got an internship at a, a fashion PR agency in the city. It was a, It's a pretty well-known one. Yeah. 
Um, and I was never interested in PR, but I was like, you know what? I was at this one. I think I had done like two, uh, Instagram jobs at this okay. point. Like, I was making a little bit of money. Yeah. And so I was like, I can only see me making more money through this, like after moving to New York and then getting into, I don't know, honestly, if I really think about it, I don't know what I was trying to get into. You just knew like, but I, I wanted I, to, yeah. I wanted to do something in, with my marketing degree. But I just, I was like, I don't know where to even, like, start, to be honest. Which, like, this is a great example, though. Like, if you want to do something and you have, like, even a vague idea of what that is, just find ways to get towards it. I mean, when I started this podcast, I didn't even know what direction it was going to take. And it just organically kind of evolved into, like, what it is right now. And I think it's, this is a testament to, like, if there's something that you want to do, even if you're not exactly sure what that thing is, because I know that when I graduated from college, I still kind of, I, I mean, I knew it was like, Oh, I want to, I, I wanted to be like a therapist or whatever. And that's definitely changed, but like no one really knows. Mm -hmm. uh, not many, actually, let me rephrase that. Not many people in their early twenties know exactly what it is that they want to do. Right. And like, especially in a space like the fashion space or a creative space where there's just so many different things that you can do and they're constantly being created and evolving and stuff. It's yeah. just, there's a lot of gray areas. Yeah. Too. A lot yeah. of different things. Like I think when, when you're in New York and I'm sure you're going to realize, I'm sure you've already noticed this, but like when you ask people what they do, like sometimes people just, people do so many different things. Everyone's a fucking model. Well, yeah. Literally, and yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, I, everyone is a model. No, like, like literally like I, I, when I was apartment hunting and I was here, I was like, we would go out and like meet, I would meet people that I'd never met before. So I'd be like, oh, like, what do you do? Every fucking time they're like, oh, I'm a model. I'm like, I just got to stop asking people what they do. Everyone's just like a fucking model. I'm just going to assume that everyone is a model, which like go off. Like, I love that. But, um, yeah. Okay. So you, yeah. You, so I you got, landed. Yeah. I got that internship. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, so now I got to find an apartment and, um, at the same time, my older sister, Camway, which I'm sure you guys know her because she's also been a regular on the podcast. Yeah. She producer. Of a she few was episodes. actually about to do her interviews for um, residency and she had one actually. Well, I'm going to brag for her. She had one at, at Harvard. I remember this because I remember yeah. you telling me me being excited. I didn't even know Camway that well yeah. at the time, but I was like, OK, fucking brainiac. Yeah. So she got an interview at, at Harvard for a residency, which spoiler alert, she didn't get it. But Either way, she was going to Boston, and like Boston's close to New York, yeah. so I was like, okay, I want to go. I'm going to go with you and my mom. And I asked my mom to come with me, come with us as well. So me, and my mom went with her, and then from Boston, we took a train to New York, and then I went and saw apartments. And I had no real cons. I mean, like I'd been to New York a bunch of times, but you know, before you, when you don't live here, yeah. like you don't really understand the neighborhoods. Yeah. You, it, it's impossible to, I think, unless you like frequent New York like yeah. every you know month. But I, yeah, I just, like, started the apartment hut, and I remember it came down to, like, two apartments. One was, like, in the Lower East Side, which, to be honest, in retrospect, I really wish I had gotten that apartment <laughs> now that I, now that I understand the neighborhoods more. It was between that one and then um, one in the Upper West Side. Um, I ended up going with the Upper West Side one. It was a little bit cheaper, um, and... I think my mom like liked it more and she was like, I think you should get this one. So I did that and it was a small ass, tiny little uh, studio on the third floor above Levain Bakery on the Upper West Side. Just so, it was honestly really cute. I love that apartment. Like I, 
I, it doesn't even like, I'm sure it was small, but like, I don't remember it being like that small. Like, oh, I don't know. It was small. But like, I just remember like always like feeling like really cozy and like comfortable there. And it was really cute. And it like, it was like a pre-war building and yeah. it, was, it, it had like the crown. Did it not have crown molding? It did, it did. Yeah, like it was just like a very beautiful, like perfect, I would say, first apartment, especially yeah. you were super young. Like, yeah. I mean, you're still super young. I mean, yeah. We're, 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 we're all young. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, that was my, my, that's how I, yeah. So, but it's funny because on that, on that trip where I was looking at apartments, once I like saw, I think it was like towards the end of the trip, we were, I was on the phone with my dad and my mom was there too. And I was like telling him about the apartments that I saw and I was going to use him as a guarantor because mm-hmm. like I didn't have, I was not qualified to like, um, I didn't make 3 billion times the rent, you know, and all that shit. I had no like records of anything. So of ever like paying rent in my yeah, life. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So my dad was like, actually, I don't think you should go. Like, he just said oh, it on the phone no. while I was still in New York. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, oh, no. Essentially. And, like, for anybody who's not of a, a – not from a a similar, like, uh, immigrant family background, yeah. Arab or Muslim family, whatever it may be. I know this is similar in a lot of different cultures. But you don't really move away from home until you're either, like, married or, like, there's a really good reason. Like, mm-hmm. you have, like, a, an amazing career that you need to yeah. move for. You really stay home until you're mm-hmm. married. And I would be the the first in my family to move. Actually, I think in my entire, like, dad's side of the family, Palestinian side of the family, the first girl to, like, move away from home without being married. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of a big thing. And, yeah, he just kind of was like, actually, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, what are you going to do there? What's the point? It's so expensive, all of that. And I just sobbing, sobbing. Because I, I also, like, couldn't. I think at the time, I, I mean, I, I couldn't get the apartment without him being the guarantor. Yeah. So, like, it was really, it was just, like, crushing because I was like, fuck. Yeah, like, you needed him. I, I like, got this internship, everything, and now yeah. I just have to, like, be like, oh, actually, I'm not do I can't do it. But but then he, if I believe, if I remember correctly, I think he prayed istikhara, which is, like, this prayer in Islam that you do when you're about to make a big decision mm-hmm. or if you feel conflicted about something and it's supposed to help give you clarity that, that you that? sounded so British when you clarity. Said, clarity. We hung, clarity. We hung out with uh, shout out to Maryam Sabai today. Uh, she and Esme and Esme and and now we're British. Yeah, our British queens. But um, so like, it gives you clarity. And so he did that, and I think he felt like okay, she should go. Like this is better for her. There's nothing for her in Alabama. Aww. So yeah, but that took like a week or so. It wasn't like yeah, yeah. So you were crying for a week. Yeah. Well, I was just like I yeah. I was like okay, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. You were um, sad. You were disappointed. I'm right. sure. I mean, yeah. Like I feel like imagine even me right now. Like someone saying like you're gonna move to New York and then being like you know what, actually no you're not. Like that's kind of devastating. Yeah. No. Oh, and I just remembered another interesting thing about that trip when I was when I found my apartment. I also got this email for it was my first ever like modeling job it was for uniqlo hannah tajima and they were just like hey will you be in new york during the dates of um like i don't remember the dates and i was like actually yes because i was like i'm gonna move here yeah yeah. and it was and i had never been contacted to be paid for any modeling anything so this was like really really cool and it was for a campaign and and it just and it was a good amount of money and i was like okay this is like kind of a sign like i feel like i should move like i can move here i can Mm -hmm. make a living here i can get into fashion and all of that so 
yeah, like a month later, I, I moved in and my dad actually came up with me, which was really sweet and it was really cute. We always like reminisce on it because like, like I just remember the first night we slept on like an air mattress that we bought from Costco. My dad was like sweating profusely, like out of breath, like bringing my boxes up the stairs. Like it was, just, it was a lot. Like we ate like bagels on my floor. It was cute. Like me and my dad never. That's so cute. Yeah. Like we never bonded like that. It was just really nice. And my, my dad also like, I think he'd only been to New York twice in the past. And like this little Palestinian, he was a Palestinian refugee. Yeah. Like, New York is so like cool to him. Yeah. He thinks New York is, yeah, he, he really loves it. Wait, did you guys fly up or drive? We flew. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like instead of using like suitcases like you know you can like check in boxes yeah, yeah yeah so I checked in boxes but anyways that was like how I moved here and like once I did actually move here like I had a lot of like like my sisters would visit like I feel like for the first few months I kind of had people mm-hmm. visiting me like you came mm-hmm. and and like it, it took me a really long time to ever to actually feel like okay I live here yeah I, I would say it took like two years before I felt like I lived in New York, for real. Like, I have people telling me that they've lived here for almost a decade and they, they still can't believe that they live here. Like, yeah. And it's not even just not believing it. Like, it doesn't feel like it. Like, I don't know. Because especially when you go back and visit your family. Like, because you're, I don't know. It's it's a weird phenomenon where, like, I don't know. Do you think it's because you used to visit New York often? So, like, in your mind, you kind of tie it to, like, vacation? No, maybe in the beginning, yes. Yeah. But I think another thing is, like, once you live here and you, like, meet New Yorkers, like, people who have lived in New York for a long time, it really – it's a different – they're a different breed. Yeah. So you never – and, like, they've seen New York through so much more. Mm-hmm. And so it still feels like – oh, but, like, I'm still new. Yeah, you feel like an outsider. Like, a bit of an outsider. Yeah. And, and, like – and and rightfully so because it it's – I think it it's such an experience. It's a different mm-hmm. experience. It's a different life to really to be a true New Yorker Mm -hmm. and um I do think that like living once you move to New York you adapt you will adapt to it like quickly like I'm sure I mean I feel like you already like have in so many ways but it's it's just it's a bit surreal especially coming from a city that's like completely nothing Mm -hmm. like New York exactly that's the other thing like so Maria's from Mobile Alabama I'm Mm -hmm. from Orlando Florida both are not known for you know, being very metropolitan, I would say. Yeah, no. So it's definitely a very, it's a culture shock in a lot of ways. But I feel like, I mean, the things that are helping me kind of adapt faster is number one, like having you here is like a huge part in that. And like also having visited New York so often for the last like, since I was in my early 20s, I've come to New York at least a few times a year. You know what I mean? So, like, just feeling a sense of familiarity. Mm -hmm. Why do I feel like I said that word weird? But, like, (laughs) you know, like, I I know some of the streets. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have a general idea of, like, how to take the train, like, and I think something that really gave me an insight on living in New York, because you know we were talking about, like, you know, you don't know what it's like to live in New York until you live here. But what really I feel like made me feel less freaked out is because whenever I would come to New York for the last few years, I stayed at Maria's place. Yeah. I wasn't staying at a hotel. Like I was staying in her Mm -hmm. home. So even just like staying in your home and seeing like, Oh, like, you know, whatever, like just little things like trash, laundry, like Mm -hmm. all of these normal things that we all do. But like, 
I would see the way that you like what you would have to do or what you wouldn't have to do kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And like that gave me a lot of I feel like insider like right like information on like living in New York, which I find very like helpful. Like it's been really helpful. Like literally just me staying at your house throughout the year, like for like the last five years that you've lived here, like I have a better idea. But also it was helpful when I was apartment hunting. Oh yeah. I feel like I feel like when Nora's apartment hunting, um, she got, like, the most, like, realistic mm-hmm. idea of, like, n- living in New York. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, like, I think I was, like, really busy with a bunch of stuff. And, like, Nora was essentially – you were just essentially living here just with a roommate. Like, yeah. I wasn't, like, entertaining you no. or, like, we weren't going and doing anything fun yeah. necessarily. Like, like, I didn't even – I think we went to dinner, like, once. Yeah. Like, we kind of just were, like, living life. Yeah. I, just, I just lived my life yeah. as is. Yeah. And she was just there, and it was, it like, was great. Yeah, I would, like, wake up in the morning, and I would just, like, get dressed and go look at apartments. And, you yeah. know, like, we would meet each other in the middle. Yeah, or, like, yeah, I would see yeah. one passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, we would, like, hang out with, like, we would go to, like, events or, like, hang out with friends at yeah. night. But it was it was a very, I think... Um, we were both just doing our own thing. Yeah. Like, truly. And, like, I'm also really glad that, like... Because at first, when I first decided that I wanted to move here, it's so funny because... You weren't you weren't in New York. You were somewhere with your family. I can't remember. Maybe yeah, I was, were you in Dallas? I was, I was in Dallas. Yeah. Okay, so like I remember like kind of like being talking to Reem and think being like I think I want to move to New York. And I was looking at apartments online and like I texted Maria and I was like I think I want to move to New York. And you were just I I don't even remember what, what you I said. Say? I don't. I think you were just like oh my god yeah like do it. But I also feel like you were like bitch shut the fuck up. Like well I was like no here's the thing I didn't think I thought she was capping. Yeah yeah yeah. Like, I was like understandable. Oh, she's just like saying she wants to move to New York because she's always. I mean I feel like you've always said that. I've and never, you I I feel like I've always like said like I would love to live here but yeah. like never actually yeah have I you would say it in like a yeah, way like, oh yeah, I would yeah, like yeah, to move yeah, to New yeah, York yeah, but yeah. like in such like a passing way yeah for sure like I never was like, like I'm not gonna actually do it exactly no no and I feel like I would even say that like I don't know if I could I don't know yeah. if I could live here like it's really hard and like I feel like oh sorry no I just I really feel like I and I'm not intimidated by many things I did find New York to be incredibly intimidating I yeah. found like, I feel like living in New York, like, people who live here are, like, just really great at, like, fucking, like, navigating shit. Like, mm-hmm. they're just really resourceful. I don't even know you if You kind of just have to be ready for anything. Exactly. Something will always go... Like, you know, there's always something. Yeah. And I think that... Um, I'm, I'm honestly really... I, another thing I was that was, like, surprising about it, because I was, like, to be honest, like, at my age right now, like, I could not... If I was, like, still living in, like, where my hometown... Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have, like, the energy to do it or, like, the spontaneity yeah. to do it. Yeah. Like, but then again, I mean, I'm just, I don't know what that actually would be But like. that's the but thing, like, like, I, if someone had told me three months ago, you're going to do this, I would be like, you're fucking crazy. Like, yeah. that's not going to happen. But, like, it really just kind of organically, like, mm-hmm. happened and fell into place. So, yeah, so I basically was like, you know, whenever you were back in New York, I texted you, I was like, hey, there's an apartment I found, do you mind? looking at it for me and then you were like hold on and you like called me and you're like wait like are you actually serious and I was like yes and Maria was supposed to go look at this apartment for me but if you know anything (laughs) about apartment hunting in New York which fucking you're so kind for not breaking my fucking heart by telling me like nor this is I yeah I specifically was like I I like danced around it I was like I mean it's really hard right now yeah yeah, yeah. but I also but you're like no I don't think it'll be that hard I was like okay nor like you're like yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna I didn't want you to think that I was like trying to like shitting on yeah, it yeah, I, think yeah, I do yeah, want you to yeah, come yeah, yeah, but like yeah. I do want you to know that it's not gonna so, be easy to find an the apartment. thing that I did not expect is that like finding an apartment in New York is like 
applying for the hardest job that you've ever wanted yeah. to apply for. And also you have to be the first to do it. It's a race. It's like applying for a job, but also a race, like a triathlon. Like it's, it's just, you need to make sure that you're the first applicant and that you have the strongest application. And like, there's just so many different things. So long story short, Maria was supposed to look at a place for me. And then that place got rented. Like, I think within 12 hours, like the broker yeah, texted me and yeah. was like, it's gone. And so then I was like, well, fuck, I guess this is not a good way to get an apartment. Like I can't just like text Maria and be like, Hey, go look. Also you have like shit to do. Like you're not, you know, my real estate agent. <laughs> so I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And then I think it was maybe the day after that, that I was like, Hey Maria, like if I just like booked a one-way flight and stayed with you, like, is that okay? And you were like, yes. One thing you, one thing that like, I truly never thought that like, I would have a friendship where I would feel, cause I hate asking people for shit. Yeah. You do. But like, Maria is the one person who like has never fucking made me feel like you are a burden on me. And like, that is why I hate asking people for shit because I instantly feel like a burden, even if it's like super slight, but like, I was like, okay, like I'm going to go to Maria's place and that, but in my mind, I also was like, I'll be there for a week. Yeah. I was like, I'll be there for a week. I'm sure I'm, I'll find a place in a week or not, or, or maybe I'll decide I don't want to live there anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I was like, at that point when I booked that flight, I was like 80% I'm moving to New York. 20% I'm not moving to I New York. I feel like you were like 95%. Were you not? In my, I feel like I was like in my head about it. Okay, like yeah, I yeah. wasn't like verbalizing it, but yeah. in my head, like I was thinking like, I don't know if I'm going to find a good place. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it is hard to find, like, especially like, especially the time you were looking, this is, it's like the season, it's like a really high it was, season it right was now. before school started. And it was like COVID just kind mm-hmm. of, like the city just opened up mm-hmm. fully mm-hmm. and like all of the people who left during COVID are moving back. Are back and all the people who had been wanting to move to New York for the past two yep. years finally feel like they can move yep. here. So it was actually an abnormally, ter- like hard time to move to New York. Like the for market sure. was crazy. And so I was like, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll move now. And yeah. like, I just, I don't think I fully, the first few, like it took me about three days. I feel like to understand how the New York, like real estate fucking world works. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's very, very different than like when you apartment hunt in somewhere like Orlando, like they're trying to sell you that apartment mm-hmm. so hard. Like they're willing to like bend over backwards in New York. They don't give a fuck. They're oh, they not trying not to care. impress you. They actually literally don't care. Like they're literally just like, do you want the place or what? Like you apply for it, but like, you know, make sure that you provide me with 7,000 documents. Like it's, yeah, it's, they don't care. it's really different. And then, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I did, I still can't believe that I found a place and like, I, I'm still, I'm like, I'm I don't so know. Glad you did. I don't know why. Like, I'm just like, I feel like, is there some, is a rat going to just like emerge? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I'm like there has to be something wrong with it. Like no, yeah. it was too easy. It wasn't that easy, but it was like, kind of easy but you were definitely like you were on it and I think that like (laughs) like I think the fact that you were very incessant and like did not like you spent all of your time I mean there was those brief two days where you thought you got the oh yeah the first apartment which if you're subscribed to my patreon you know this the 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 tragic the one who got away the tragic (laughs) the tragic story of me and Gary but um yeah no like I I did I really and I mean, if you listen to my podcast, you know this. I'm fucking crazy. And, like, when I want to do something, there's really not much that can stop me. Like, I I will dedicate – 
every waking hour. But like, yeah, the first few days I was here, I was still like hanging out. I was like doing stuff. And then after I got rejected for that apartment, I was like, no more fun. <laughs> Only apartment hunting. Yeah, it was just like the world just like just no. fucking crashed. <laughs> I, I just became super intense. And I was just like, Maria, I'll see you later. I'm going to go look at 35 apartments. Yeah. Goodbye. Like, no, it was it was a lot. But I, I mean, I think, though, because you had such a tight deadline, that helps, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think a lot of people like starts like within like throughout like an entire month like before their lease ends yeah. and then you know I like searched for like six months oh, dude. last year and, and but it wasn't that I couldn't find I found a lot of good places yeah. it's just it was the height of COVID so like there were so many good deals and like my apartment was month to month so I could just take my time and I was like no mm-hmm. the more a more perfect one will come around yeah but then I by the end of it I was like okay wait like these deals are going away like I need to just like buckle down but, um, Even though I do love your apartment, like I do feel like you found the perfect apartment. I love, I love my apartment too. I mean, I definitely there were a few, and I told you about them to make you feel better. Yeah, I was yeah. like, there were a few that got away as well because yeah. I was like thinking I could get something even better. Yeah, I mean, you know, just being greedy, but <laughs> I do like my apartment. I, yeah, I know, Michelle. Like it's, it's a, and I feel like it, it's, it feels like you, which yeah. is really nice. Like you want to like. I don't know. Like there, there are just certain people who like live in a spot, and it's like, oh, yeah, they live there. And there's other place people who live in an apartment. It's like, oh, like this feels like them, you know. So I just, I really think that I, I had a few things like on my side that might have helped me, and I and I thought a lot about it as I was searching. I'm like, number one, I'm a lot older than most of the people I know Mm -hmm. who look for who decide to move to New York. So I'm you know, just like a little bit more established. I'm a little bit more like I have good credit, like all of these, like, you know, adult shit. So like, I felt like I, I had that on my side, which definitely helped me. And also like, I was asking Maria so many fucking questions. Like she truly was like such a helpful resource because she lives here. So she knows shit. She's like, no, you don't want to live in this neighborhood. Or yes, you want to live in this neighborhood. Or, uh, no, it's not that big of a deal if it doesn't have, you know, this or, and I remember like, I didn't even think about buzzers until I, I think Mm. it was like the first night that I got to your apartment and we were like using the buzzer and I was like, fuck, I haven't even thought about a buzzer. I need to make sure my apartment has a buzzer. And I was like only looking at places also that I could like talk and like hear the person because I don't want to just be like randomly buzzing people in or Mm. having a camera. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, again, like being close to someone who like lives here, you just notice things and see things and like. It, it's, yeah. it, it makes you consider things that I speaking of buzzers we'll be right back our food is here we're back we're we're fed we've had pizza and half of a burger half each we didn't share like half a burger wait oh yeah no we each had a half. We, we each we I'm so full yeah I'm very full I'm actually sad at how full I am because I really want to eat more of that pizza right now so good we got it from Emily if anyone is listening and wants to have really delicious pizza and burger oh the burger is so good um enough about our food review um so where were we I think we were talking about you and I moving to New York and mm-hmm. just kind of that general thing but we're gonna we're gonna transition and it's yeah. not gonna be smooth at all I mean we literally had a pizza break so yeah. you know they know what the fuck is up but I want to talk a little bit about fashion week okay because this is a very different <clears throat> New York fashion week it's the first fashion week since the pandemic so it's the first fashion week in like two years yeah almost two years and it's I'm going to just go ahead and say it. 
it's very much so, uh, I think, being catered to TikTokers right now. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think definitely it's, it's interesting to see, like, this whole new wave of um, influencers that, like, a lot of them have come from TikTok. Actually, I think all of them. Yeah. But um, I also think it's different just because it's been so long. And, yeah. you know, like, obviously a lot of people have, like, moved around. And I think a lot has changed in the fashion industry since our, the last mm-hmm. fashion week. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it was, like, so the last fashion week, then the pandemic happened. And then it was the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. And... Um, then TikTok took off like so like all of these things we're watching them kind of unfold in fashion week but also just generally I can't remember the last time I was in a setting where I ran into so many people that I know yeah and I feel like that was like it was I mean the first show we went to was Kalina Strada which I'm pretty sure she was the first show of fashion week if I'm not mistaken but it was very overwhelming. Yeah, it was It was definitely overwhelming and anxiety-inducing. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so many people that you... Not only that, like, you know, but, like, you haven't seen in a while. And, like, you haven't... Like, a lot of people, like, I know and I, like, consider friends or, like, acquaintances or whatever. But, like, I haven't kept, you know, that close in touch with. And yeah. so it's, like, a lot of, like... Catching oh up. Gosh, how are you? Yeah. Like, super small talk, surface level stuff, which is totally fine. It's just... I'm just not used to doing that anymore because I just don't go to things like that that require me to do that. Yeah, we're, like, out of practice. I think that's also what it is. It's, like, just being, like, very, like, out of practice specifically for me, like, making small talk because, number one, I fucking hate making small talk. And, number two, I do feel like it's kind of, like, a muscle and, like, if you don't use it, like, it it just goes away. Yeah, like, I literally just kept saying the same thing to every person I talked to, because I didn't know what else to say. Like, I was just like, yeah, this is the first show, super fun, like. Yeah, like, I I feel like I also, like, kept, like, recycling, like, the same, like, whatever open, like, you know, small talk things, because I also, like, have a lot of social anxiety, especially in settings like that, so it just, yeah, it it was definitely interesting. Um, But actually... I kind of like how little I care about Fashion Week I'm, now. <laughs> I'm going to say something, and I think it's so hilarious that this is happening as I'm moving to New York, but, like, number one, this is my favorite Fashion Week ever, and I'll tell you why. It's because I've gone to, like, a handful of shows. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's still hectic because, actually, no, it was only hectic, I feel like, the second day for me. Yeah, no, the second day, that day was really hectic, because yeah. there was a lot of, well, I, th- I can't even remember, to be it honest. It was just, like, a hectic I just know day. I had a, a few things that I was, like, obligated to go to. Yeah, but, like, um, honestly, since then, it's been chill, pretty fucking chill. Like, I mean, I didn't go to any shows today, and, like, I just, it's totally fine, and I also feel like, I mean, I was never really the type of person to be like, oh my god, like, I'm super upset. Why wasn't I invited to this? You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. at the same time, like, I was kind of like, damn, I wanted to go to that type shit. But I feel like more than ever, I'm just, like, I'm just happy to go to the shows that I've invited to that I want to go to. I'm not going to just go to any show. I'm going to only go to shows, which, again, like, I feel like we have always kind of approached Fashion Week in that way. But I think also because of the pandemic and then also, quite frankly, certain shows – just didn't invite 
in like I guess influencers this year I feel like they just invited like people who create on TikTok which is also kind of cool and I I'm really interested to see how TikTok and the fashion world kind of um you know evolve yeah yeah oh wait do you feel like oh you've seen I feel like I see I'm seeing TikTokers at like big shows but I haven't seen them I don't think like they're at a lot of the shows no 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 but they're at the big shows for sure yeah they're definitely at the big shows and honestly like when it comes to fashion week like I'm not an editor. I'm not a buyer. I'm not a stylist. I am, like, a fashion person on Instagram. But, like, I don't have to be at every show. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know that my followers actually care anymore to, like, right. see fashion week content. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's definitely still people who do. But, like, I just feel like it's a different – it's just – it's different now. Yeah. I because And I also think it's – not to use the word overly saturated, but it is it kind is. of – And, like, you know, you don't want to scroll through – Instagram and see the same fucking show posted by like 10 people you know what I mean so I just I feel like even being aware of that that my audience isn't because even throughout the years I know people Mm -hmm. don't care that much about fashion week yeah yeah like I feel like the first you know couple years that Mm -hmm. I would go like people love like it was it was really cool it was really interesting but I think that it's just it's just oversaturated and people you know it's also very accessible so I think you can get like you can if you have Vogue runway, like you're essentially at the shows. Yeah. You get to just like see everything immediately. Um, but for me, I think going attending Fashion Week is important for like networking purposes yeah. to like maintain relationships with brands mm-hmm. that you work with. Also, like as people who as people who love fashion and like yeah. styling ourselves and what it may be. Like it's nice to like fashion shows are it's entertaining. It's it's, it's honestly. Fun. I was explaining it to my dad. I'm like, it's like an expo. Yeah. Like, and it's literally like, we are at the point. Do you remember when we would go to events and go to shows and we wouldn't fucking talk to anyone? Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we didn't know like, anyone. We were also just like, I feel like super, like, because we aren't editors. You know what I mean? Like, we were just kind of like, we're just these like, I mean, not that we like thought that we weren't shit i mean you definitely thought (laughs) but like we were very much like okay like time to go like yeah yeah and i feel like we would like try to force ourselves to try to talk to people like you know i I just feel like we didn't i mean at least i i didn't know as many people like in oh for sure in these spaces at that time and like now obviously over the years like we've you know we have a lot more relationships with people that are in the industry um but that's all to say that your fashion week is dead i don't think it's dead i don't think it's dead i do love it i i think the way that it was the way that it was is dead yeah which i'm not mad about it which i don't mind i I think the way that a lot of things pre-covid were are dead now Mm -hmm. so i think it's just another side effect of like people of things just changing yeah and i i really i feel like to me now fashion week is fully just a networking thing like, it's like, okay, I get to enjoy fashion, but also talk to people, see people, meet new people. Like, that's really how I view it. It's very much so, like, I'm going to work type shit. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but, like, fun work. But, like, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I don't mind it. It feels more productive. Yeah. It feels like... Wait, so you consider it work? Yeah. Like, it, like I do definitely feel like I'm in a more professional mindset. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like, like I consider it work. I consider it work when it's if I'm going to something where 
Actually, I don't know. Do I? I don't know. Because I'm just like, okay, I want to look at the clothes. I want to see like what I like, what I don't like, what I would want to share, what I wouldn't want to share. And then also like the way I see it as like work in a sense is like truly from a networking perspective. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in that sense. Like, so like actually sitting down and attending the show, that's just fun. Yeah. But like going to the show and then like walking out and like talking to people like that to me, like. I enjoy it, but it does still feel like kind of a part of my job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like it's a part of my role is to, you know, talk to people, ask how they're doing. Like, you know what? I I don't know. Like, it's... Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I think I see it as like... If it's like a... If it's a brand or a designer that like, first of all, that I personally love, like, Mm -hmm. I definitely want to go and I want to like see it just for my own personal love of fashion. But then... Also to support the brand and of like, course. you know, show love yeah. or whatever it may be, whatever they consider that on social media. Um, and then there's always like activations around, so, around fashion week that where like, there's jobs that are like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is a paid, whatever, New York fashion week thing, which I, I don't know, after this season, I feel like I don't know if I want to ever accept another New York fashion week gig because you, you did a lot. it's, it's also like really, it's so much harder to, I guess, get everything like get everything in on time and like get photos I, that you actually like I literally don't know how them. you've been doing it like it's, it hasn't been the funnest thing she's ever she's been working y'all <laughs> this girl has been fucking working and like genuinely truly even just posting like a normal non-sponsored photo during fashion week is like a to-do yeah so like you having to like shoot multiple things and then like submit like it's just and then do it's, captions it's a lot while I'm like on the train it's a lot it's really it is but I can't complain though like honestly it's great it's, yeah it is still really cool yeah. and it does feel like okay like at least I like did you know what I mean like it's a, it's nice to like get paid obviously during fashion week but we, we do like getting paid yeah no I'm I'm here for that but yeah, I mean, it has been fun though. I have enjoyed. I have enjoyed like seeing like people that I haven't seen in a while, yeah. like in le- but like not necessarily like right outside of shows, but like you know when you like yeah. have more time to like mm-hmm. actually catch up and like actually speak and not just like you know. Yeah, I feel like I want to end the episode by asking you some questions. Okay, I'm scared. First of all, we didn't we didn't talk about this. We didn't. This is I just it just came to me. I'm having an epiphany. Okay. Um. What, what is like your favorite thing about living in New York? Ooh. Okay. So. Or top three. Oh, top three. If that's easier. Okay. So I feel like my go-to that I kind of always have said was I really love the diversity of the people. Mm -hmm. I just feel like there's no other place that I've been personally Mm -hmm. where I was was a, would it be able to connect with so many different people from so many different places with so many different backgrounds? I, I absolutely love that. Um, I also really love how I just feel like it's really limitless. Like th- I feel like you can kind of just like get into anything, mm-hmm. like anything can ha- like there's no box that you have to fit into yeah. and I definitely think that you can live so many different lifetimes here, so many different lives. Like, it's just a very – it just feels nothing like any other city I've ever been in where it just makes you – it makes you excited. And, and like, even if you're going through, like, tough things or rough shit, like, 
there's always something yeah. that like will I don't know will make you inspired again or excited mm-hmm. or you know like distract you I don't know there's just a lot of things going on at all times and like yeah. you can do nothing too like you could I've spent you know weeks on end in my apartment during times or like you can literally go outside every single day mm-hmm. and like meet new people get into new shit it's always I don't know there's always something and I, I really love that about New York it's super spontaneous um yeah, I feel like this was. I really said this off the top of my head, so I love it. I'm no. sorry if it's like not no, but like very I, concise or well thought out, but no, it's, I'm trying to describe it. I feel like I I can see that, and like I also one of the, and I feel like I noticed it the most the last time I came because it was one of the last times I had been here for a non fashion related thing. I'm like, I feel like we hung out, or you guys were like hanging out with like such a diverse group of people, and like it was so nice to just be around so many different cultures and like it, it just it feels really good and also I have a theory though about why people feel like can like there's something about like the the way you feel when you're in New York I think it has to do with the fact that people wear even if they're just going to the bodega even if they're mm-hmm. just going to walk their dog they put on a cute outfit like I feel like I've noticed that people just put on a cute outfit to do no? I don't know. I mean, yes, some people do, but I also, like, think that a lot of people don't. I mean, I don't. I was telling Maria today, I was like, fuck, I, I've been running into people, like, on the sidewalk, which is also, like, weird to me. Yeah. But not in Brooklyn. But um, yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm like, when I go for my walk to go get coffee in the morning, like, I look like shit. Should I be, like, no. not looking like no shit? No one's going to run into you yeah, in Park yeah, 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 Actually, yeah. no, they might. You never know. You never know. I literally ran into somebody I knew in my neighborhood today that I was I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, um, no, you're right. I mean, what I like about New York style is that, like, no one gives a fuck. Like, everyone's yeah. just wearing what they want to wear. Yeah. I'm not that – okay, well, I'll take that back. There's definitely people who give a fuck who, like, are trying yeah. to, like, fit into a certain, like – Like that one girl who made a TikTok. Like, the most important thing about living in New York is style. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, there's people who are definitely, like – but I think the your average New Yorker, like, they're just wearing what the fuck they want. Yeah. Like, they're doing wearing the most random shit. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. I like, I like that about it. But, um, wait, I oh, – what is it, boy? I thought of something and then I forgot. Fuck. That I was another that good thing about New York. God damn it. By the way, guys. Nora. <laughs> She's having a cough attack. I'm still sick. It's fine. I got it from Maria. Now I, really I uh, have, Now the world knows. <laughs> I am the one who spread this cough. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I really just can't believe I live here. I can't believe that, like, I live within proximity of Maria because we've never lived oh in the same place. This is yeah. the first time we've ever – like, which is so weird to me because I'm like, how do we manage to hang out? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. But this is the first time, like, we're living within proximity of each other. It's, like, first time I've lived far mm-hmm. away from my family. Like, just – there's a lot of first first and a lot of just exciting new things. And, yes. you know, I'm – I don't know. I feel like it's – like a new chapter. Someone left a comment when I um, n- announced that I was moving. They were like, new chapter, new characters, new like. Yeah, that's new, literally what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it does feel that way. It's like literally. Are you watching TikTok, you fucking No, no I'm bitch. so sorry. I, acc- I accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Maria's Maria's over it. Maria's like. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Maria starts doing a TikTok dance in the corner. She's like recording it. Um, but also uh, follow me and Maria on TikTok because we're TikTokers now. Yeah. We I love how we've been shooting TikTok content every day that's just 
it's not on TikTok. Yeah, no. Oh my god. I so yeah, I was doing good the first two days, and then the past couple of days, I just haven't. I haven't. Had, it'll I haven't be had a second. It'll be. It'll be some like post fashion week, like a recap. Yes. Yeah. So watch out for our recaps. Um, Maria, where can people find you online and follow you and tell you to fuck off? <laughs> um, you guys can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is. <laughs> I don't know. I was really trying to think of something else to direct them to, but I couldn't. Um, it's Marialia. <laughs> And then TikTok is Maria.alia because someone already took Realia. And I, I literally made my account in like 2019. Like, I was like OG TikToker. Who are these people who made I'm it? Just should we bully them? Yeah, we should. Um, I'm all about bullying people on TikTok. Yeah, oh, Nora's, Nora was getting bullied, but like, yeah. we shut them down immediately. <laughs> so quick. Like, <gasps> oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we end the episode, did I? <laughs> what, 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 I was getting bullied on TikTok. Did you see that? Oh my about your outfit? Yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, it's so I, funny. I, I, I actually did. really loved it. Uh, they're leaving pretty creatively funny comments. So that's the difference. Like, I like when they're creative and funny and yeah. not just, like, mean. Oh, no. I feel like they were mean, though. <laughs> but I think... I mean, but they were, like, they were like Brandy Melville people. Like, they were, oh. like... Yeah, yeah, it was funny. I didn't look through all the comments. I just saw, like, a few just being, like, you're joking, right? This has to yeah, be a joke. Yeah, they're, like, this has to be a joke. Yeah, and then yeah. people were, like... I'm sorry, do you want her to wear, like, a tank top and jeans to Fashion Week? Like, literally. Um, but it's, it's a great look, guys. Check it out and don't bully her. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think it was beautiful. It's just really funny. I swear. TikTok, Actually, it's, it's nice when people bully you on TikTok because it literally makes your video mm-hmm. go viral. Oh, yeah. I really like getting bullied on TikTok. In fact, I pray for it every time. I say, dear God, I hope a bunch of 13-year-olds tell me I'm a gentrifier. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that was a fun fact of the day. So yeah, find me on TikTok, Maria.alia. Feel free to bully us. I don't mind bullying on TikTok. I should have mind bullying on <laughs> any of my social social media platforms. I mean, at this point, I really don't mind. This episode goes live, so people are like commenting on your photo like, you fucking bitch. Yeah, to be honest, I was only triggered by the Zionists. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't even know that I'm triggered by the... Eh, I probably am. I still get a random Zionist that pops into my DMs like, mm, I would say every three weeks. Yeah, so those are the only bullying people I don't like, but everybody else, you guys are welcome. Just being like, you don't know the truth. And I'm just like, fuck off. Um, and on that note, all right, follow Maria on Instagram. I'm going to have all her socials in the episode description. As always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Arab American Psycho. If you want more content, you can subscribe to my Patreon. I do have three tiers, and they're all pretty fucking juicy. And you can follow me on Instagram at Nore, where I'm just, you know, being fucking ridiculous and... All of those good things, as always. Don't forget to floss your teeth, wear your sunscreen. Don't be a fucking asshole. And I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Goodbye.